from Pullman, Washington. This is the ComJur 350 News Podcast. College campuses may look quiet and peaceful from the street, but there are plenty of challenges facing students, and lots of people trying to solve those problems. First, we look at the latest on sexual harassment. Next, we turn to a story about depression on campus. Finally, WSU faculty share some ideas on how to prevent school shootings. Many high-profile men are now being accused of sexual assault every day. More on the story with Zana Kreitz. Thursday, October 5th, marked the day Hollywood Mongol Harvey Weinstein was first accused of sexual assault. Since then, there has been 48 new sexual assault accusations against powerful men, the latest being New York's Metropolitan Opera conductor James Levine. This isn't the first time a large group of people have been accused of assault in a short period of time. In September of 2016, Stanford athlete Brock Turner was convicted for multiple sexual assault felonies. Following Turner's conviction, the media was flooded with cases of victims speaking out, mainly against athletes. Sexual assault violence advocate and prevention educator with alternatives to violence on the police, Vanessa Corwin, says that there is strength in numbers. Sexual assault is occurring at really high rates, but it's really an isolating and challenging experience for people to go through. And I think that when someone does come forward to say, this happened to me, it really encourages other people to say like, oh yeah, me too, you know, like we saw the hashtag me too, literally. But it really encourages other people that, one, you're not alone. It's not an isolated incident that only you are facing. One in six American women and one in 33 men have been a victim of attempted or completed rape. Although more people are speaking out, sexual assault is still one of the most underreported crimes. Washington State University police officer Joe Kirshner is one of three members assigned to a sexual assault task force. Officer Kirshner says a factor that plays into underreporting is the fact that sexual assault is hard to prove. the case, there's usually only the two people there engaged in the actual act in and of itself. A lot of times sexual assaults involve drugs, alcohol, some other stimulants and depressants uh, that may make memory difficult. It's just very difficult to pinpoint the actual act that were involved um, because typically you will have one person will say one thing happened like, oh, it was purely consensual. And the other person will say, no, I didn't consent at all. And that is difficult to prove sometimes. The standard for sexual harassment under the law is very high. Because of this, only 3-6% to 6% of cases make it to trial. In Pullman, I'm Zana Kreitz. With finals around the corner, many students are feeling pressured and stressed regarding their grades. This could be a small factor leading to depression. Researchers are finding that undergraduate students on college campuses are reporting a higher percent of struggling with depression by the year. Earlier this fall, student affairs PR coordinator Steve Nakata shared a story about a WSU student who lost her boyfriend to suicide. Nakata reported that out of approximately 3,000 students, around 40% said they had difficulty functioning due to depression in the last few months. Kui Hug has more on the story of depression at WSU. In September, Nakata reported on Morgan Slack, a student at WSU who last year found the dead body of her boyfriend, Tyler Moons, inside his bedroom. In an effort to raise awareness about suicide prevention, 
Slack trained her peers at WSU to spot warning signs for people considering suicide. When individuals are concerned about students' mental health, the dean of students at WSU could be contacted for help. Michelle Jororski is one of the case managers to be contacted. We provide through the Dean of Students Office um, the AWARE Network, which is where faculty, staff, students, parents, community members can go in and report students that they have concerns about um, to help those students get connected with support and resources. WSU provides mental health services to students who are struggling with depression, along with a variety of other psychological difficulties, free of charge. Along with the Health and Wellness Center, another option for students is the WSU Psychology Clinic, a nonprofit mental health center. Both services provided students with counseling, research professionals, and treatment plans for them to best manage their mental health. Even though WSU provides these services, some students feel that this is not enough. Some students look for other outside resources to help them with depression or other mental health difficulties. Local services provided in Pullman include Wilson Psychological Services, Dean Fubiki and Associates, Redeeming Hearts, and Palouse River Counseling. Palouse River Counseling offers a variety of mental health services to pair potential patients with an appropriate professional. An initial screening is performed to get them correct counseling they need. This screening happens before your first appointment, and a group formed of Palouse River Counseling professionals will determine who on their team will help you the most. When talking to local professional Jim Trivelpiece with Palouse River Counseling, he feels that there's a stigma regarding mental health illnesses. In many cases, there's a sense of stigma related to either having a mental illness or seeking treatment for mental illness, even if it's not a terribly serious mental illness. Symptoms of depression include suicidal thoughts or attempts, feeling lonely, not eating, overeating, experience a loss of interest in daily life, wanting to sleep all day or not wanting to wake up, warning or indicator signs that could show an individual as depressed include talking about suicide, constantly talking about death, making comments about their worthlessness, or saying their life is hopeless. In the American Psychological Association survey in 2013, around one-third of college students in the country have experienced depression within the last year and are having trouble functioning in their daily lives. Depression is a serious mental health concern that colleges are recognizing with growth of students struggling with it. In Pullman, I'm Kuikalani Hope. Police arrested two suspects following the shooting that happened Tuesday afternoon outside of Washington State High School. Kari Jacobson has more on the story. The shooting happened outside Graham Kapowson High School near Tacoma, Washington, Tuesday afternoon. Police were able to track down the two male suspects who fled in a green vehicle and arrest them. Pierce County Sheriff spokesman Ed Troyer said the shooting took place at the scene of a prearranged fight just outside the school's grounds. Someone in a getaway car fired multiple rounds prior to the fight, striking two students, who then ran back to campus. One student was found in the parking lot, and the other was found in the locker room. Washington State University Associate Psychology Professor Chris Berry says fostering empathy in adolescents and teens and noticing differences in a threat's specificity could potentially lessen the increasing trend of shootings in America. So if you're empathic for other people, if you do have concern about how your actions influence other people negatively, you'd be less likely to be aggressive toward them or violent toward them if you had that. So, so maybe in terms of a prevention piece, you know, are we looking at trying to be more uh, empathic as a society or work with people who really struggle with that or don't have empathy toward pe other people, don't feel remorse for what they've done wrong? Do we really target that? And so as a personality researcher, I'd say, yeah, that's one area to really look at is, is how we connect other people and how we connect to, um, to sort of a sense of right or wrong and how we um, sort of self-evaluate. 
Barry also says that taking away access to firearms makes it more difficult to turn risk into reality. Seattle detective Scotty Box says moving forward, there has to be a better way to evaluate mental health and prevent future shootings. I know from my prior experiences with mental health issues, we can commit somebody up to 72 hours, but literally I'll commit them for two hours and then a mental health professional will say they're fine and let them go, and then they go out and kill somebody, or they get out and they cause hell and havoc for me again. And I don't fault the mental health professionals because they have guidelines, they have rules they have to follow, and I'm not, uh, I don't, again, haven't studied mental health problems. I know of them, I know crisis intervention, I know all that kind of stuff, but there has to be a better way to, to diagnose and deal with that. And we've made strides with that, with families being able to petition the courts on their loved ones when they have mental health problems because law enforcement, worry, we got 10 minutes to investigate something and a family's been with this person for their entire life and know when things aren't right and when they're going sideways. So in the state of Washington, at least, we're working at getting it right or getting better at it. Um, there probably has to be another push throughout the country to get that figured out. The two victims from Graham Kapowson High School have been hospitalized and are expected to survive. No word yet on the motive for the shooting. In Pullman, I'm Kari Jacobson. That was Neckbreaker from the album New Ways to Destroy Music by Daniel Bautista. Use with the Creative Commons attribution. Share alike 3.0 unported license. For Comjor 350 from Pullman, Washington, I'm Aaron Clark.